Hello and welcome to a Murderous Affair. My name is Gabrielle and this is the podcast where we talk about women in history known for mayhem and murder. And I am so frustrated because my stupid microphone for some reason did not record any of the first take that I tried to do of this episode and it was such a good first take. Ugh. So hopefully this one is as good. If it's not, then guys, just know I tried really hard and the first one was so good and I wish that was the one you were listening to, but it's okay. So long story short, after the disgusting woman of last week's episode, whose name I still struggle with to this day, Ghislaine Maxwell, and her involvement with Epstein, I felt like it was important to cover a woman whose story ended up with getting her own type of justice. Now, trigger warning in this episode for mentions of rape, our story is Timoclea of Thebes, who murdered the man who raped her by pushing him down a well and stoning him until he died. I'm also very excited for this story because it leads into the episode of next week as well. While researching Timoclea, it turns out that there's actually some famous artwork out there that depicts her murdering this man. One of the artists was named Elisabetta Serrani, and she's an extremely talented artist who lived from 1638 to 1665 and was a pioneer for women's art. She actually established an academy for other women artists. And why am I talking about her so much in this episode if that's not who we're covering? Well, she was also tragically and mysteriously found dead at a young age, and it's thought to be a murder from one of her housemaids. Intriguing, right? Definitely can't wait for that episode to come out next week, and that's why I'm talking about it this week is because I found out about this artist and her story while I was researching Timoclea. Speaking of research, before we get started, I'd like to mention our sources. So, of course, we have none other than Rejected Princesses, which is the amazing website I use for inspiration for the different women that we talk about on this podcast. If you guys have not checked out this website, despite me constantly plugging it and telling you how fantastic it is, I'm going to say once again, it's amazing and you should check it out. Like, really, they do such good work. The I, I always forget his name, but the guy who runs it, he not only writes everything, but he draws all of the images for the website and he's come up with a couple of novels that cover a bunch of different women in history. Um, and really, it's just an amazing website and very well done. So always, always want to give that a shout out because that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from. There is also a new website I'm absolutely thrilled to find out about called The Raven Report. And there was an article that came from there about Timoclea that I drew inspiration from. Um, but The Raven Report is a very cool website. It's a lot of the gothic romance historical stories and I really enjoy the writing style they use to tell all these historical accounts. Wikipedia was also used as well as an excerpt of an analysis on Elisabetta Serrani from Volume 30, Section 4 of the University of Chicago's press journal titled Notes in the History of Art. That's right, I went academic for this story. So when I saw the painting by Serrani, I realized that I'd actually seen images of it before, but I didn't know the story behind it. And the story is very interesting. So let's begin. To get the full picture of Timoclea's story, we have to go to the mid-300s BCE, specifically the reign of Alexander the Great. During his reign, many people rejected their new leader and began to revolt, 
which as you can imagine, did not make him happy. Thebes was the largest city in the ancient region of Boeotia and was the immediate center of this revolt. Alexander marched down to Thebes with his army and thousands of soldiers flooded the city. They tore apart homes, they destroyed the shrines that were put up, and they terrorized the people there. Many of the men were executed and the women and children were enslaved. Now, Timoclea's story obviously begins before this incident, but unfortunately, it's just been lost to time. There isn't anything known about her early life or even an accurate day for when she was born. It's just estimated that she was born sometime around the early 300s. She was also the sister of Theagenes. Now, Theagenes had been the last commander of the Theban Sacred Band, which was a group of men who'd been a huge source of misery for Alexander. They would go against his armies and are one of the few smaller battalions to actually have won a couple of skirmishes against them. Unfortunately, Theagenes died, quote, for the liberty of Greece at the Battle of Sharona, 338 BCE. In Thebes, Timoclea was well-respected. She lived in one of the nicer areas of the city and she was very young at the time of this attack. It's estimated she was between her teens and early 20s with two young children when Alexander's men raised the city. The captain of the forces was leading a task force through her neighborhood, pillaging the city for any valuables when he brought his men through Timoclea's door. He raped Timoclea while his men ransacked her house and then proceeded to question her, demanding her if she knew of where anything of value was hidden or if she had any money or gold valuables. You know, this man completely deserves what's coming to him. Having just raped the woman and then on top of that being like, oh hey, where's anything that may be worth money so that I can steal that on top of traumatizing you. But Timoclea told him that outside in the garden, she'd thrown some of her valuables, money and other things, in the well to hide them from anyone who may try to steal them. The captain demanded her to bring him to those treasures, so she led him outside. And here's where there's a little bit of a variance in how the story goes. One account tells that he leaned over the well and she used the opportunity to shove him inside. Another goes that she told him the well was dry and he would have to go down to the bottom in order to get the valuables she'd thrown down there. When he began to go inside, she started picking up heavy rocks and stoning him. Either way, when he went inside the well, she did pick up heavy rocks from around her garden and begin stoning him again and again until she was certain that he was dead. The captain's men, as you can imagine, when they ran out to see what was going on, were less than pleased. They seized her prisoner and marched her, and in some accounts her children, to Alexander himself. But this part stays the same in every story. She did not go weak or afraid. I mean, she was probably was afraid in the situation, but she didn't show it. She went with her head held high and being described as a quote, woman of dignity and of a mind no less elevated, not betraying the least sign of fear or astonishment. When she's brought before Alexander, he asks who she is and who she is basically to have killed such a high-ranking military member. I am, said she, the sister of Theagenes who fought at the Battle of Charonia with your father Philip and fell there in command for the liberty of Greece. She met Alexander and she didn't beg for her life or forgiveness, but instead just held herself with dignity despite the traumatic experience she had literally just underwent. Alexander the Great was impressed by her and some say even admired her. And instead of demanding a punishment, he told his soldiers to let her go and said she was free to go wherever she pleased with her children. And that's all we know of Timoclea. Her story was told by Plutarch in his account of the life of Alexander, where he discussed the conqueror's reign. 
Plutarch's main source came from Aristobulus of Cassandria, who'd been a friend of Alexander's and went with him on many military campaigns. Even though Plutarch's story comes a couple hundred years after the incident itself, scholars have found that both Plutarch's account and Aristobulus's account have credibility as much as any any history can from that time period. And I really wish we had more to go on and that we knew more about Timoclea's life outside of her relation to this event. You know, this was a woman who lived, assumingly, a full life as whatever for whatever the lifespan of that time period was and who had other things occur in her life and unfortunately this is the only thing that we know about her. I would just love to know more about the woman herself, what she did before Alexander's army savaged her city and her life was like after she was declared free. And it's here that I'm going to mention again the next woman our episodes will cover, our podcast will cover. Elisabetta Sarani painted the story of Timoclea shoving the captain headfirst down the well when she was 21 years old in 1659. If you guys ever get a chance to look it up, definitely do so by typing in Elisabetta Sarani, E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-T-A-S-I-R-A-N-I, and the painting is titled Timoclea Kills the Captain of Alexander the Great. This painting is actually on display at the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, Italy. And that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and if you like it and want to find more episodes like it or just keep up with the podcast, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Podcasts, Podbean, Podbreed, basically anywhere and everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. You can also check us out on Facebook by typing in A Murderous Affair and liking our Facebook page there, or go to the homepage at frumiusread.com forward slash A dash murderous dash affair. There you'll find transcripts of the episodes as well as kind of behind the scenes looks and even sneak peeks of upcoming episodes. You can find me on basically every social media platform at Frumius Reads, F-R-U-M-I-O-U-S-R-E-A-D-S. And let me know what you think of this episode or the podcast in general. If you ever have any suggestions on women I should cover, feel free to do so. I love hearing from you guys and I would love to know if there's any specific requests for different murders throughout history. That's all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And stay spooky, friends. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.